listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. What's happening, everybody? We back with another week of the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. I'm Garage Guy Chase. Uh, we got some special guests on the show tonight. As always, Jordan is chilling, sitting beside. What's yeah, happening, man, homie? Here. No, not much, man. How you been doing? I've been doing great. It's been a killer week. Um, did a lot of cool shit. I'm still pretty like hyped up over uh, my NASCAR picks this past week over at Roto Baller. Um, and by How'd the way, what's that? How'd you do? Oh, dude, we killed it. Um, I know in one article, we uh, were number one for the week. All B drivers uh, had the lineup of Brad K, Chase Elliott. Um, I had Michael McDowell in there. I had Austin Dillon. I had Denny Hamlin. And uh, I believe it was uh, Klegerman. I'm not 100% certain. But uh, no, Hemrick, Daniel Hemrick. So with that lineup, I had like 400-something points. And you know what the beauty of living in Louisiana is and the curse at the same time? Well, there's actually no beauty to it. It's yes, just like, I was about to it's say. It's a complete <laughs> curse. Um, I uh, I could have won a lot of money with that lineup. <laughs> so yeah. it's rough. But you know what? Hey, I hope that I helped you guys out there. And by the way, uh, Garage Guys Fancy Sports is now sponsored by Roto Baller. So get over there right now uh, for all of the NASCAR content that I write, that Scott Engel writes, Sean Engel, and Dan Dobish. You can get it right now 10% off with promo code GARAGE. That's promo code GARAGE over at rotoballer.com. Get over there, check that out, and you can get some big points and winnings uh, like we pretty much do every week. So you already know it. So excited about NASCAR. Um, awesome stuff. Also excited for our special guest on the show. A uh, guy we haven't had on in about a year, so he's a reoccurring guest now. It's uh, none other than Mr. Josh Robinson. Whoa. What's happening, baby? What's happening? Dude, man, it's so good to see you back home, nah, man. Really, it's good to be back home. You've been out grinding. I know uh, you've been a part of uh, Your Call Football lately. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So tell tell us a little bit about like how that shit works and like what's up because like I checked it out uh, once <laughs> during the season. I think it's like really on to something. Like it's going to be a pretty big hit, especially right after the season and with all these new leagues that are kind of popping up. So I mean, what was your experience like playing for the league itself? Well, you know, first of all, I had to keep God first and you know reestablish that to, you know ground, you know stability with Him, you know, and Amen. then get get right with football. You feel me? So. Got the year call where it's like, uh, Madden, is you big on fantasy? You know, it uh, it's somewhat like that. You can pick out of three plays, and you also can win money. 500 a uh, quarter, you know, and uh, the pot was a million. You dig? You yeah, so, won that shit? Uh, I don't. I didn't keep up with it because I was focused on Busy. getting a freaking contract. Trying to get paid, people. Amen. We got to get this man paid. We talked about it all year long. Dude's super talented. Um, you know, we've had the pleasure of having a, you know, pretty tight friendship 
over the past couple of years, and like it's just you know, watch the tape. That's all I gotta say. Hey, <laughs> it speaks for itself. Watch hey. the tape. They don't call you bowling ball for nothing, baby. They don't already, call you already. <clears throat> That's it. Well, I know. I know some big news this week in the NFL. Everybody's been talking about is uh, Rob Gronkowski retiring. Um, I don't really know if it was a shock for me. I've, most people are saying they don't think that it's going to be real. Like he's not going to stay retired. He's going to come back in midseason. I don't know. Some people are saying that. I don't. I don't understand it though. It totally. That sounds like a fairy tale almost, though, because like it's just he's been flirting with it, and I mean he has had a lot of. Injuries. It's the Brett Favre effect. The Brett Favre effect. Yes, yeah, that's, that's I could what totally I could see, see him as. rocking like uh, maybe not Wranglers, but maybe like the Affliction jeans. Maybe yeah. He could be like that guy. <laughs> I mean, he's grunk. Hey, if I can come back and make a million with two games left, hey, cool. Oh yeah, no doubt there. To seize your opportunities, baby. You see opportunity like that, you better take it. Yeah, you got to get the bag for sure. Well, I mean, I know that Rob got the bag. I mean, he's at, he's got his uh, – he had like a little app venture a while back too. So, I mean, he's got a lot of shit going on. A lot of people are flirting with the idea that uh, that he's going to be in the WWE. What's he doing, Old Spice, right? Is that what he's – No, he's doing Tide. Tide Pods. He's doing Tide Pods. He's like, hi, I'm think, Rob Gronkowski. These are Tide Pods. I think he should have secured something a little better than Tide Pods before he retired. They paying him though, right? Oh, I'm mm-hmm. sure they paying him. I'm sure they paying <laughs> That's him. That's all that matters. Yeah. Let's see. You got to hey, get the bag. He does what he I mean, does. he's coming up right after the Tide Pod challenge, so I guess he's, he had to change the. He took advantage of. He took advantage of it. The generation <laughs> they, they really needed. They, really they were vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they needed this help. Oh yeah, ain't nothing out there. That's a bet. That's a bet. So I know that uh, you know. In his day, a lot of people are arguing right now, like, is he, like, going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer? Or is he going to be, like, just kind of – he was a tight end. I don't think anybody could really say that about him at the end of the day, I guess. But at the same time, it's just like – I don't think there's an argument for him not to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Just from the shit he did. 79 touchdowns with Brady. Uh, 7,861 receiving yards. He's got three Super Bowls and a career 521 receptions. I wish I wish fans or I wish more. That's a tight end, folks. I wish it was more about your stats and it was about the whether or not the league liked you or not. I mean, because I've seen a lot of players that deserved it a lot more get passed up on first ballots because they weren't because they weren't liked. Mm-hmm. Or they they didn't listen. You talking about Terrell Owens? Main, yeah, main one, the biggest one I've ever seen in my politics. lifetime. Politics, it's all politics. So you check? Yeah. Did you check out like the uh, the To Super Bowl retirement? No. You see how he kind of like separated himself from like the Hall of Fame? Mm-mm. I ain't paying attention. He he didn't he didn't go right. He didn't even go or do anything with it. No, he had his own. Yeah, yeah, he did he it for his himself. Own? He yeah. had his own, bro. Yeah. My dog. <laughs> yeah, he up. didn't he didn't have nothing to do with it, and that's 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 the way it should have been. There's just there's a lot of craziness going on in the NFL right now for sure, and I mean Rob reti- uh, you know, what did, retiring. What I say last week, I told I told him last week that it was it was starting to turn out like Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Roger, Roger Goodell is Vince McMahon. Shout out to SFL, you know, 2020, <laughs> 2020. Yeah. Where, where are you going? Where are you going? Hey, hey, Which hopefully, team? Hey. Oh, no. <laughs> oh we trying to break news what, here, Josh. <laughs> what's in my cup is in my cup, so let me drink. Oh, my God. Yeah, drink in peace. Oh, <laughs> sparkle, sparkle. <laughs> For sure, man. Dude, it's so good to wild out with you, bro. It's been it's been too long, man. This is giving yeah. me good shit. For real. For real. So I know um, other shit going on right now in the NFL is the new rule, which uh, a lot of Saints fans are 
pretty happy about. They've already got jokes out for the Saints fans, though, yeah. that you showed me earlier. I know I'm pumped about it. I feel like it's just kind of like, you know, it's a little bit of, of like, okay, we'll never have to go through this again. So it's time to, like, Well, it's get ready. not just like that one I showed you. You might go through it on the other end. It is it yeah. is not impossible to lose a football game like so, that. So, I mean, basically it's going to be, like, the same. It's just you can challenge it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it gives them more opportunities to go back to, to slow motion, which slow motion makes everything look a lot worse anyway. So. Roger Goodell's a prick, man. <laughs> I want to – you know what's going to happen now is, you know, they're going to throw the challenge flag, and it's not going to get overturned. Then what are you going to do? And then what are rules going to be? Yeah. Then what are rules? What are referees needed for? Let's just let's just review every hey, single play. What was that league you were it. talking about in 2020, Josh? XFL. Uh, 2020. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and get the tickets. Now. I just I just Cut hope that he really get does do it now. like the DC. WWE. Let's go DC. Like just WWE style. Le- like let let How? let okay. let the emotions run high. How insane would it be? If like Vince McMahon put this whole proper presentation on for the past two years, and then opening night of the XFL, this old motherfucker just walks out in the center field. This is the XFL yeah. again. <laughs> like, he is. He's gonna do it. Yeah. I swear. Yeah. I feel like he just can't. Like he like he has to at this point. You know what I mean? Like there's no but getting what, out of it. What is the Storyline like last time they tried they tried this it didn't work. They tried to make it just like like WWE like you watch wrestling as a kid right mm-hmm. Josh and you know you know who my favorite wrestler was who right? you know Stone Cold Steve Austin oh, three sixteen yeah. baby oh yeah I had the oh, backpack yeah. <laughs> I remember second grade I was rocking around with the Stone Cold it had like half half of uh, his face and then like half of a cold skull. I'll never forget. You remember? That you shit. remember when Stone Cold uh, Josh would he, he'd say every time he said something he said what, what? Every time every time somebody tried to talk to him. Oh no, that's that's The Rock. No, The Rock was uh, nobody gives a shit what you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Stone right. Cold was the one that would say what every time. And one night, me and Chase were hanging out, and I started doing it to him. And I got did it for well, like you did the it doesn't matter what you think. Yeah, I did that one too, yeah. but I did the what too. I, I did the what to you one. after. Reenlighten. Yes, that's mind. what it was. Too many, too many slamming <laughs> Brad K's in the garage, dude. I, I was gonna stop you and say I'm, I'm, I'm surprised how your mind rolled through that without saying that. You said Brad K without slamming. It was, it was, it was awkward, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I'll, I'll be better. <laughs> I was like, what? You did it. It happened. But yeah, yeah. wild shit. Always, the XFL is gonna be wild <laughs> shit. I'm ready for oh, it. Oh, it's gonna be stupid. Yeah, Chocolate City. <laughs> Chocolate City. Chocolate City. People. You got some inside info we don't know about? Yeah, we're going. You got one of the iPads? Nope, ain't got nothing yet. They send you a T-shirt? <clears throat> it's coming, coming soon. <laughs> coming. We're gonna very, get to the bottom of this. <laughs> we just need to get Gail Benson to put a team here. Mm. Do something. That'd be lit. Yeah. I mean, she's already on a good track. She's already trying to overturn the Pelicans right now. And what get them what on. city would be – we couldn't do Baton Rouge and New Orleans. What city? I think Biloxi deserves a team. No, Benson's going to do it in Louisiana. Mm. I doubt it. Yeah. Like I Homa. Think, I really think the XFL is going to be in Mississippi because, like, Mississippi is coming up so hot right now as a sports betting state. Like, there are people everywhere around it. Like, it's insane. The sports books, like, they're doing – excellent business right now in mississippi yeah, they're thriving dude so i really think that there's going to be a team put in biloxi just because of how the gambling sports gambling i don't ever is. know of any 
any professional teams ever been in, in Mississippi? They have a minor league baseball team. And shout-out to opening day. have to say that. I did see something earlier <laughs> where it was like the Arizona Diamondbacks playing the L.A. Dodgers. So it was like a lot of – and then it was the Boston Red Sox playing the Seattle Mariners, and it said BS. So I was like, a lot of <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. Opening day. <laughs> Whoop-de-doo. Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm a – I'm enjoying the uh, I'm I'm embarking on fantasy baseball, so we'll see how it goes. But man, 2020 shout out, <laughs> 2020 yeah, shout out. You feel me? Yeah, dude. We going live. We going platinum. You hear me? We in this thing. I, just, I hope they live stream it. I hope he goes ahead. And, I hope he does that. Puts it on like you know like the other people that put on cell phones and stuff. Be able to stream it and don't have to wear watch oh, dude, on the, TV and the stuff. A, the AAF does that right now. Yeah, I, I hope they follow in their tracks and do that. That's they the only time to. I've ever been able to watch it. I've never caught it on TV. Mm-hmm. Everything on the apps. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Everything. Yeah. Apps are taking They over. got an app for that. Yeah. But, man, um, too many apps. You got an app yet, Josh? What you been doing, man? What's What's been what's been happening? Man, you know, shoot. A little, little traveling. You your, know, your, your year before your call, like all this past year, like since you've been on the show. Uh, you know, just... Traveling, finding myself, uh, finding peace with God, re reestablishing myself, you know, so I can get back on the road. That's you know, I had a, I had an injury, so it set me down. Uh, but you know, I'm gonna bounce back stronger, make my story even stronger. You feel me? So Hell I can yeah. reach out and touch other people, and you know, success. What's your definition of success? Doing what you love. That's the thoughts that fill inside my head. <laughs> and then well, flying. I'll show you that song after. Well, my <clears throat> definition yeah. of success is doing what what God's purpose is, and also doing what you love. So, yeah, I think you find that like you find that like whenever you start and you shift down that road, like you find like this. It's like it almost like just covers you completely, like the feeling of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and you just know, like, you just, you know, like, okay, I'm on this path and this is the right one for me. And like, this is what I'm going to work hard at. And I'm going to put like all of my energy, all my time. And I mean, you know a lot about that too, man. Cause I know you grind out you practice, like, you know, you, you're fucking in amazing shape right now, mm-hmm. like completely different than last year. So, I mean, like you, you got fucking ripped, dude. Really? Yeah, for real. I don't even feel like good, man. You got the definition going on, dude. So I mean, you had to have that. I mean, it's that that come from from work and dedication and just putting your mind to it, basically. You know, mm-hmm. like when you have your mind pointed at whatever you want, and you just tunnel vision that shit. Yeah, like you zone in. You get closer and closer to it every minute. You can keep your mind on that track. Fuck yeah, pushing you just towards it. Find your your motivation every day. What's gonna give you your your why? What's your why? That's fucking awesome. Have you heard that song I've heard before? That. What's your why? Why by NF? Because you're you're literally spitting lyrics from that song right now. Really? No. Yeah, I'll show it to you after. Yeah. You'll you'll like that song. Because it's like <laughs> you're lyric, like you're like lyricist to him to his right now. You like that song? It's good. Yeah. It is dope. You must have heard me talking one day. He you know what I mean? Tell you, he must have, you know dude. What just chilling out, like either, either, either. just like chilling out. At the y'all, spot. y'all had a conversation that sometime. <laughs> That's what that Josh said. <laughs> All right, clock time. Oh, yeah, huh? I thought I was gonna hit with the ding, ding. Hell no! You know, it ain't grandfather no. clocks. No, it didn't. Oh shit. <laughs> Speaking speaking of grandfather clocks, Brad K brought him home a win at uh, Martinsville. 
Speedway on Sunday, which is that that lineup I made. He was the uh, top driver. Killed the game. Just makes you want to slam Brad K's. I hope the world and all the Garage fam slam Brad K's on Sunday. You ever, you ever fuck with NASCAR, Josh? Yeah, I'm about to join a pit crew, you feel me? Uh-oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, you know what I'm saying? What pit crew you headed to, I'm about bro. to hit Indy. I'm going to NASCAR 500. Oh, the I'm Indy going, 500? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, shit. Messed up. That's that formula. Get, that's hey, that Formula 1 car. That's that sauce. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, sauce. Tell me, so tell me about this. So you're going to be in a pit crew. Nah, nah you fucking <laughs> <laughs> I was about to get you Hey but that's a smart bro. thing to do I will do it nah. Dude, Don't man. get it twisted nah. I will Killing do it. it Cause they make They bang Would you ever drive Fuck no Have you I ever drove a race car Yeah Tell I, me about I it I drove a Lambo I got on the, I got on the track. How fast did you go <clears throat> Two Two Were you on 40? a track Yeah Where at Uh in Houston <clears throat> Yo so did you like you like you had one of your boys had one or did you like rent no nah, I rent one. Yeah, yeah. What yeah, I want to do, yeah. This is what I want to do. Yeah, okay? it was lit too. Made me a promise right now. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how I came. I said, "Oh, wait." That's when I went and got that XSM. I oh, said, "Oh, I gotta get it." Everything, everything <laughs> changes over two hundred. It's all over heard. Oh yeah. Everything changes. Your whole world changes. Like, but one wrong move. Whew. Yeah. Oh, you fucked. Yeah. Well, look, this is what we got to do. So you drove a Lamborghini. Mm -hmm. So I'm guaranteeing you this time next year we're gonna shout out to Dubai. We're going to Dubai and get one. Oh, oh shit. You, want, you paying for the tickets? Yeah, because you got to catch it on sale. Fuck all that shit. <laughs> you buying? Don't care how much, how rich we get. We're going to get <laughs> every fucking on thing sale. on sale. You hear me? We all going to sh- shop at dirt cheap. Nigga, fuck all that shit. You got me fucked. <laughs> yeah. Get everything there, too. Right. Shoot, yeah. <laughs> for real. You come out by the whole fucking store. Look, <laughs> when I got dressed and I got my first check, my first check was over 100, man. Shoot, I went to dirt cheap and furnished all my apartment. You got me fucked up out here. No, oh, fuck. man. Yeah. Did you got the good furniture? Did, yeah, it, it, it was good. Up? Nah. It's this true. Dirt cheap. It might have fell off a truck or something, man. <laughs> that's, dude, that's fucking money moves and right there. And then, shoot, like, okay, with my cars. Shoot, I'm not about to go buy a brand new car off the lot. <laughs> I'm about to go get a certified pre-owned. Yeah, if I be on with about like two, like twenty thousand miles on it, sure, okay, that's still a new car. Mm-hmm. And it's already broken. Yeah, damn. Bye. And I'm about to pay. Shoot, half the price. That's Bye. smart. Bye. Zoom. <laughs> I'm out of that bitch. Paid for. And you all the house on the block. And you probably saved. And you probably saved a fuckload of money too, didn't you? Mm-hmm. You fucking you stacked up. Mm-hmm. I know. That's shout what out saying. to Bitcoin. <laughs> Yo, yeah, we got a Bitcoin plug. All right, so how do you nah, feel? It's too late now. Huh? About it. It's too late. How you feel about Bitcoin? Shit, have you ever seen the movie Dope? Yeah. Huh? That's they, it. What they it? use Bitcoin to sell that Molly shit. Man, right? you just gotta look at movies. You got <clears throat> you gotta look at movies. Movies will tell you exactly what's really going on in the world if you pay attention to them. Uh, Look at um. What did Toy Story tell us? Toy Story, I don't fucking know. Kids are mean. <laughs> <laughs> Sids, bro. Blow up, blow up, man. Kids are mean. Sids. But when, I know, you know what? But do you remember <laughs> Olympian has fallen? You remember when um? Do you remember Olympian has fallen with Jamie Foxx? I think. No. Yeah, Channing Tatum. Mm-hmm. You met what yeah. it was all about? They was in that fucking. They were like Secret Service. Yeah, and they, what was the whole plot of the movie? 
These are my confessions. I've never watched that movie. <laughs> I've never watched that movie. Well, the whole movie was about the nuclear bombs and North Korea bombing us with nucle- with nuclear things. Yeah. With our nuclear weapons, with their nuclear weapons, okay? At the same goddamn time, to in real life, North Korea is threatening to bomb us uh, in 2013, 14, something like that. And Look, ever since that day, I knew movies give you a hint of reality. Like, not only movies, on. though. Not only movies. Mm-hmm. The, one of the big things is uh, TV series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was for real. there was House a TV cards, series bro. on September ninth, two thousand and one, that aired the big the opening. It was one episode that played of the whole thing. You know what it was? What an airplane hijacking. Look it up. September ninth, two thousand and one. That series started, and it was about um, I, I guess I don't know what just people in the Middle East that came and hijacked a plane and bl- and it was a bomb on the plane. It wasn't the plane going to hit anything, but that happened. It was just kind of like to like you can get so many. I'm serious. I would, no, 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 watch it. It's on. You, you can go down some rabbit oh, holes. You watch the '90s, right? On yeah. Netflix, watch yeah. the 2000s. It's in there. That's where I heard. That's where I learned that from. This shit. From the Netflix series. I 2000s. Watched, I've yes. watched the 2000s. We did a review. It's on in the it, first. But I haven't watched first, every episode. The of very it. first episode, and that's not the only one that came out around the same time because there was also another one that wasn't. It was. Uh, it was more about. Um, men going to fight in the Middle East, but it was like two weeks before <coughs> September 11, 2001. It was just about like the it war. was bringing up Desert Storm shit. Sort of, yeah. We, that's what it was meant to be. But whenever it happened, the series has exploded, and they had to change their writing more towards what was really going on in the world. But it, but it started. Both of those started before September 11. Damn. So mm-hmm. I, I, I really feel you on that. Mm-hmm. And another thing I got to get is just because on Toy Story is little kids, mm-hmm. remember, if you act like Sid and be a little bitch when you're little, you're going to be delivering pizzas in a couple years. I would hope to God <laughs> no children are listening to this right now. <laughs> well, I, I really know. would. I don't know. Tell your kids. Just wanna, just wanna tell your that. kids. Watch Toy Story and look what happened to the bully. Yeah. Well, they have a lot more Toy Story. They got Toy Story 4 coming out now. Hide your kids. Hide your boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, dude. Did you see them dolls? Uh-uh. What Toy dolls? Story 4. Did you watch the, the Oh, I thought thing? you were talking about them sex dolls. <laughs> no. Damn. My oh, robotic sex dolls? <laughs> they got them. You got man. one? Hey, they got them. you see them things? Did you buy one? That's so real, boy. Look. Check it. What? They ain't none of my business. They ain't none of my business. <laughs> Did you buy one? <laughs> Look. Check it. <laughs> Dude, remember? Yeah, you talked about that shit the first time we fucking did a podcast. Oh. You did. Remember? We talked about the sex yeah. dolls. <laughs> Yo. It's a year later. Damn, bro. You just do a Something. fucking Easter egg of this. Mm. <laughs> mm. Shit, man. Fucking sex dolls. Toy Story sex dolls. <laughs> Welcome to Garage Guys. Mm-hmm. Not Toy Story. Dude, don't you, Jerry. <laughs> that happened. That <laughs> just not. happened. Oh, my God. That's terrible. <laughs> Fuck, man. So, so, so sex dolls. <laughs> How, where do we go from this? <laughs> no, but for real, man. I'm, uh. We can go to Cardi B. We could. We could talk <laughs> about Cardi B. But I do want to say, like, yeah, I do feel like there are, like. I remember, like, growing up as a kid, like, with movies and shit. What is this? Ghost video. Is this what you do in your spare time? Yes, this is what <laughs> I do. Well, why you watch ghost check videos? It. Check this shit out. Guys, we're watching. This is Good some bad bad radio, okay. but we're watching. Man, we're watching. watching. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh no. shit. I was like, you ain't fucking that's with how the you let, no. That's how you let them in. 
So you ain't fucking with the That's how you let him in. Shit. Don't let him in. I'm covered by the blood. Breaking news. Josh likes but to watch crazy ghost this, videos um, on YouTube. But nah, this was been going on in Facebook, you feel me? And why is it? No, that's that baby one. I seen, I seen that one. See, that's that baby one. Somebody jump out at you. Oh, that's how, do, do you I remember? Like what, look, you see this? Paranormal activity? See that? Oh, hell no, dog. Mm-mm. Oh, shit, guys. All right. Look, We're going to have to post links to this. Yeah. <laughs> Check it. Boom. Baby just chilling. And he just walking around naked. What the fuck? The ghost is walking around naked. Boom. Mm-mm. And he walked right there. Mm-mm. Dude, that's next level shit. Yeah. All right, so, so you full heart. Oh, oh, oh what insane. are you watching on your spare time? <laughs> well, yeah, you fuckers. <laughs> yeah. All I said was, I ain't fuck with yeah, it. I don't let them in, dude. Yeah. Nah, hey, I'd be I be going about some sage. I love scary movies. And so you're man, a horror movie fan. Fucking right. All right, so look, let's go ahead and do this. We're going to do a uh, show of the week, garage show of the week. What is a movie, horror Anna movie Bill. you've watched recently? Annabelle. Recently, you watched it. All right, so Annabelle. remember I talked about them dolls earlier? Mm-hmm. All right, so Annabelle's that weird-looking doll. In you. Toy Story 4, they get locked in this uh, pawn shop, mm-hmm. and there's these weird, creepy-ass dolls chasing them around, like like look like Annabelle. Mm-hmm. That's that's the story plot of the Sinister? whole movie. Kind of, yeah, they freaky. They're chasing them and everything. Sinister it was scary. scary fucking It's scary movie. for Toy Story, Sinister, I'll tell you that much. Uh, it was worse than uh, Mr. Oh, Lotso, yeah. whatever his name was. Mr. Lotso. Sorry, I've been I've been getting a lot of Toy Story. I got, right, so I got a two year old. <laughs> what what scared you the most about Annabelle? Annabelle, shit. Uh, was it Insidious? Insidious had me running out my goddamn sleep. Oh fucking when that uh, that red demon thing was at the mm-hmm. dinner table with yeah. that all oh, that shit fucked me up. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. You Annabelle, remember that movie? Annabelle is. You know why Annabelle scared me? Why? Because I got two daughters and they control me just as much as Annabelle controlled that woman. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Telling you. I really think that Annabelle was shit, honestly. Really? I didn't like it. Because if wow. you go back, if you go wow. back, there are way scarier movies wow. that are with dolls. Whoa. Right? There was a movie that came out after. We, okay, I, I, I thought it was a good movie. I didn't <laughs> think it was a bad movie. No, okay. There was a movie. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, if she came up on me, I'd probably freak the fuck out. But what I'm saying mm-hmm. is just like, there was a movie that came out that didn't get any credit in the 90s. It was called Dolly. And it was like right after the Chucky movies, but it was like a woman doll that was possessed by a Mexican demon, like Mexican religion, like like I don't even know what the fuck you call it. It was like their witchcraft or voodoo, but like a Mexican demon or something or some Spanish demon, like, and it was creepy as fuck. <clears throat> and that movie to this day still creeps me out. And I think that that deserved more recognition than Annabelle did. Wow. If you haven't seen that, you have to go find that. I haven't been catching myself watching scary movies lately. I think I should. I think I need to start back watching them, dude. Horror movies. I are haven't kept shit. up with hardly anything. Like I watched Annabelle literally like six, eight months ago. Really? Yeah, and it came out like what? I watched five it five years ago. I think. More. I think that the, um, what was it? The Conjuring. The Conjuring was scary. Mm-hmm. That was the same people that made Annabelle. Mm-hmm. The Conjuring freaked me out. I didn't get to watch The Nun yet, but I've heard that The Nun was like okay. But that the nun just itself will creep you the fuck out. Nah, they did like a funny video where they the chased nun. them. The nun chased people through fucking downtown L.A. or some shit. I yeah. think the nun was good, and if you think us was good, shoot yourself. Did you go see yeah. us? Quick. What you think about Bird Box, Quick. man? Quick. Okay, Quick. no, we had to talk about this. <laughs> Bird Box. It had hidden messages in it. Yeah. Some people say it was made just to be a meme. It had hidden messages in it. Why okay. she call him boy? Why she call him girl? 
Yeah, it had like the thing on there that like she didn't she didn't want children. Nah, so she just named him boy and girl. Mm-hmm. Nah, she didn't want to get attached to him. Right. She, she was one of them. Him. Nah, because she knows she can lose him at any time. That you're not my responsibility. I'm just helping you. Right. So, boy and girl, yeah. I don't even need to know your name. That's how my teachers in school made me feel. Yeah. <laughs> That's some fucked up shit. That's some crazy shit you think hey, about. That's it. life. That's how life is. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so you gotta keep people close though. To keep people close to you. I've got to get you to tell me about us. You're saying if you think us was good, shoot yourself. It. You saw it. Yeah, I, w- I was in the movies. I went this way. Damn, a lot of people are raving about that movie right now. Uh, so, did you see Get Out? Did you like that one? Yeah, Get Out was cool. That was some good shit. <clears throat> get Out. But that was also made with under a million dollars, I think. It uh-huh. been, Jordan yeah. Peele's fucking awesome, dude. He's, like, coming up big time right now. Yeah. He and he's doing up, some amazing yeah, he shit. he hit a lick, but that movie was shit. I don't know. I'm, I got to go see it to make the call for myself. Yeah. Because just, like, it's got so much hype built up around it. Shout out to Fire Sticks. Shout out to Fire Sticks. With your Wi-Fi. Oh, no. <laughs> I got some, you know, 50. That's jail fast. Broke. Didn't that movie just come out? Jail Broke. It's, it's already, already on. on. Yeah, it's already on. It was on the first day that bitch came out. You heard me. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got some for $50. You hit me up. Yeah, you feel me? Oh, Cut man. up bad, 34. <laughs> IG. I paid 100 for mine. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't have one. There. You can watch all kinds of stuff on there. You can get Sunday Ticket. You mm-hmm. can get uh, anything, any movies, videos, anything. just songs, music, all I kinds never, of stuff. I never <laughs> bought one, man. I normally just like, I don't know, like I, I got lucky and I always got like free NFL Sunday Ticket subscriptions <laughs> every year for some reason. And then like all I ever really watched was sports. Like I like that Sling TV <clears> shit. <throat> Cut the check, Sling. Hey, check it. I what? just put my headphones on. I had them up the whole time. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. At least you know what you were saying, though, so it's all good. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Do you feeling it, man? That's good <laughs> shit. So, I know... So, I guess... Did you ever, like, name, like, a certain horror movie that people should watch, like, that you highly recommend? Every movie I just said? Every movie. Yeah. But out of all of them, what's do. your number one? <laughs> did Django? The Django. Mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> That's a funny movie. He's <laughs> <laughs> fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Did you see uh, they have the, the new movie with Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio? It's going to be a new Quentin Tarantino film coming out. It's like something about Hollywood. I can't remember the name of it. Mm-mm. I have no idea. It's going to be good, man. I know they need to come out with a Last Friday and stop playing. They bullshit. A what? Last, Last Friday. Friday. Like, oh, a new one? Mm-hmm. Dude. Yeah. Didn't I... Did did whenever Ice Cube... Didn't he go on a crazy rant with his agent? Did mm-hmm. he lose the rights to that? Whenever he did that? That might be what's holding it up. Mm-hmm. There was there's a video I seen not too long ago. Ice Cube got into it with his agent and like went crazy and was throwing chairs and like slinging stuff in his office and everything. And like they split up and... Like they, it, he wouldn't give him the rights to his music and all of his stuff, and I don't know if if Friday was in there with it. I don't know. I didn't see no shit about that. I've never heard anything about them even making a movie though. They do need to. You're right. Yeah, they was on the on the road to make. Oh, no, they were. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I've never, I never heard they were going to do it. One remake that they are getting ready to wrap up, if they <coughs> haven't already wrapped it up, is the Jay and Silent Bob reboot, and it's in New Orleans right now. I got to go down there. They had a movie set up in Metairie. And I yeah, got you to, show you told me what that was. I don't know what that is. I got to meet Kevin Smith. You never watched Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back when mm-hmm. you were a kid? Fuck, fuck, fuck. Mother, mother, fuck. Mother, mother, fuck, fuck. Mother, fuck, mother, fuck. No, I've heard noise. that. One, I've two, never watched one, it. One, two, three, four. I, it's it. sad that I know that whole entire fucking thing. I've is heard it. I've never it watched okay? it. I don't know. Okay, so it's about these two <clears throat> potheads that are like kind of superheroes. Ben Affleck's in it. Fucking Matt Damon. Like they got a lot of like big actors that are in this shit, and it's hilarious, dude. Basically, it's just like their journey to go to California to, to Miramax Studios so they can cancel Bluntman and Chronic. And, like, it's just these two stoners just traveling across America. Silent Bob never talks. He just does this, nods his head all the time. I've known Chase for a long time, and that's his type of movies right there. Yeah. But like, you that's remember, his style. Did, did you ever watch Dan Silent Bob? No. Oh, my God. Hey, but he, shout out listeners to right she now. She keep a dude. Shout out to who? Funny. She keep a dude. Belly full and nuts empty. Oh, shout out the Bay. Yeah. I don't know where that <laughs> came from, but all right. <laughs> I'm digging it. It sounds like it came from a good place. <laughs> yeah. But no, um, dude, it's, it's fucking great. If you have to go home and watch it. Like, it's just one of those movies. And you at least give it a shot. But they're doing the reboot right now, and it's it was fucking awesome. We got to take a picture with Kevin Smith, and I was like, he's so down to earth, man. Like, just really cool guy. So I'm really pumped up to see it. They just got, uh, New Orleans was like Jay and Silent Bob Central for like the longest. But it's fucking great. Got to watch it. Can't believe you had. I, I was. I was sure you've seen that shit. I did. Damn. I was sure you'd watch that shit, man. You I don't know. know. I know. I know that some people listening have watched it, so that's all that matters. So we're good there. But that was another cool thing that wrapped up. Um, man, I think it's time for the next part of the show. Mm. So this week, I got to uh, have a chat online with. Uh, NASCAR driver Jesse Awuji. He uh, he drives for the Gander Truck Series, uh, uh, Fuel Tracks Truck. I think Chevrolet. that'd be a pretty good rap name. What Jesse Awuji? That might be the next thing he embarks on. This it, dude it is be. like full of positivity. Uh, he's got he's just he's awesome. Like he's like he set out to get what he wanted in life and he achieved it. And he's he's doing awesome things, big things right now. So I was super stoked to sit down and talk with him. So I'm going to go ahead and roll the interview. And then we'll be back to talk about a garage jam for this week. So here's Jesse and the interview. All right, guys. We now welcome on to the pod NASCAR driver, naval officer. Dude's doing so much right now. He's uh, He's got his social media game on point over on Insta. If you haven't checked it out, you have to. Uh, it's Mr. Jesse Awuji. What's up? Thanks for being on the pod, man. Hey, yeah, thank you for having me on the show. That's awesome, dude. I'm uh, yeah, I was uh, I was actually on Instagram not too long ago, and I was looking around, and I think I had posted something. Um, I, I normally will take like pictures of celebrities and musicians, and I'll just put these like fake quotes on there of like what they said, and I think you had liked one of them, and you had uh, followed this man. So big, big thanks for that. So now you're uh, you're. I guess we can go ahead and officially say you're a garage fan if you follow us. So. Rock and roll on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the uh, I think it was the Post Malone one that we did. But uh, we we always yeah, Post, Post Malone's awesome, <laughs> dude. He is man. One of these days we're gonna get him on. Like like it would be amazing to like have you racing, me be at the track, have Post there performing in like the middle of the infield. Like just we can get crazy with it. NASCAR is evolving. Like great things are coming. Yeah, I, I, yeah it's it's got to you got to do it for the culture for sure. But, uh, well, definitely. 
Oh yeah. But man, I, uh, you know, I, I did a little background, a little bit of research on you. And, and I'm, again, I'm just thankful to have you on here, man. We're going to talk a little bit about, you know, what's going on right now in your life and in the future. Um, I know you're a Texas guy. Um, you were, uh, looks like, I think you were, you were born, uh, you were outside of the, uh, Dallas area maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So I lived in the suburb outside of Dallas called Carrollton. I uh, pretty much grew up there my whole life, you know, played high school football, really love football. Everyone knows Texas high school football is the best high school football in the nation. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I always like telling people that. But, um, but uh, yeah, no, I grew up there playing high school football and uh, I got the opportunity. I got recruited by the Naval Academy. You know, they came, came to our school. They were just looking for athletes and people who would fit the mold to go to the Naval Academy. And I was one of the people that, uh, you know, they saw. And um, they liked me and started recruiting me. And um, I decided that that was a great place to go to to go get a great education, play some great college football for a really good winning team. And um, and then also to have a career for me started, you know, after I graduate by uh, being an, uh, an officer in the Navy. That's, that's awesome, too, man. Yeah, I, I definitely saw that you uh, you played for Navy. You were you were on the defense. Uh, was it a were you a safety? I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I originally came in as a corner. And I uh, played corner just for a little bit. And then I think the second game of the year, my freshman year, is when um, I uh, got the notes and moved to safety because they needed a safety because um, the, one of the other starters got hurt. So now they needed someone to kind of replace, you know, as you know, the next person moved up, they needed someone to kind of replace that. And um, they are like, hey, we need you to be on the traveling squad now. Because so, originally I wasn't, you know, because a lot of freshmen right. aren't on the traveling squad, only a few. So when I got that, you know, when I got the call to, to move up and now be on the traveling squad, I was like, this is cool. Like me and only like three or four other freshmen are on the traveling squad. And now I get to, you know, go. So my first game I got to, you know, go to, I didn't even play, but I did at least get to be there and at least on the sideline was at Stanford. And it was pretty cool, this experience. And then I got to start playing a little bit later on. I think I played about six or seven games that year. That's so dope too. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter if you're playing or not. I mean, like you said, you're a freshman and you're on the traveling squad. That's that's pretty that's pretty awesome. You don't see that a whole yeah. lot. So you have the skill, man. That's that's what it matters. And and as you know, like we're you know we're a fantasy sports podcast. Uh, we normally you know we we've really ramped up in our NASCAR coverage, and um and we're also big on uh, fantasy football. That's our number one thing. So I'm guessing that you're a uh, fan of fantasy football. Yeah. Uh, well, so I haven't done a lot of fantasy stuff before. I've done a little bit. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's stressful. (laughs) Yes. yes, (laughs) You're putting a lot of energy, a lot of effort into it because you want to win. You want your guys to do well. And, um, I think fantasy football is, is any fantasy sport really, um, is cool just because, um, it really makes you truly have to pay attention to the game pay attention to all the games. You're not, now you're not just like only a Dallas Cowboys fan. You got to get and be a fan of all these players like all over because you're rooting these guys to go and do well. And when they have good games, Oh man, it just makes your world, and it's a, it's a roller coaster. And I think it's a great way for fans to really, uh, really be in tune with the whole game and really learn a lot about what's going on and what makes sense. And you know, really pay attention to a lot of different teams and really watch a lot of games. Like it's 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 really good for getting it. Like I mean, you're 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 married to the game at that point. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I was talking to I was talking to some some uh, the other our host of the show Jordan actually about that the other day about how you know I'm a Saints fan, like you're saying you're a Cowboys fan. And so watching that for so many years and then getting into fantasy, you just start kind of becoming a fan of the players that's, you know, themselves and 
following them mm-hmm. and, and, you know, wanting them to do good. So that's awesome. And I know you're happy you got uh, Jason Witten back this year, too, if you're a Cowboys fan. So. Yeah, I got Jason <laughs> Witten. That, that should be a nice addition. It's crazy. Uh, I didn't realize uh, Gronk from the Patriots was going to retire. I saw yes. the news. I'm like, wait, where did this come from? I know, and this is yeah. This is, we're we're doing uh, this episode that we're that we're doing this week that you're on right now that people are listening to. We're gonna have a little, you know, we're having a little Gronk special. They've already heard it actually. So, but yeah, it's uh, it's you know, it's crazy. He was one of the greats of the game. So it's uh, I know, no, you got mad respect for for him as well, and uh, everybody does. I mean, he's Gronk. I don't know. We we'll have to maybe yeah. have sixty nine jokes forever now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, and he's I mean, he's still pretty young. I mean, how old is he? He's. I think he's like 29, 30. He's going to be 30 this year. So, I mean, he yeah. just had so much damage to his body, you know, and, like, he's, mm-hmm. he's taken a lot. So, it's going to be interesting to see what he's doing moving forward. And um, and I know that uh, we'll, we'll be sure to tell him now that, that the homeboy Jesse Wuji is, uh, is is cheering for him to uh, figure some things out. Who knows? Maybe he's already been a grand marshal for the Daytona 500, so maybe he'll yep. get into something. I was there. Crazy. I was there. I got to meet him. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. So, yeah. So, Gronk, yeah. Gronk, we got your boy. You got to meet him. You know he's here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's cool. Yeah, no, he. I mean, yeah, he did a lot for the game. He played. I mean, great player and all that stuff. And you know, I mean, he he's he's made probably plenty of money. He'll be all right for the rest of his oh, life. Dude. So yeah, um, he had an app. Yeah, he'll, he'll while, figure though. it out <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Well, I wanted to talk to you. So you were talking about you know the racing and everything, and um, you got you got a big uh big weekend coming up. You're going to be in your home state. You're going to be racing in the Gander Truck Series. Uh, your uh, fuel track Chevrolet. So you pretty pumped up about that or? Yeah. 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 No, so I'm pretty pumped. Yeah. So this weekend we'll be racing at Texas Motor Speedway and the NASCAR Gander Outdoor Truck Series. Um, I'll be racing in my number 34 fuel track Chevrolet. Um, uh, fuel tracks jumped on board as a sponsor for our Las Vegas race um, a few weeks ago. And now they're back on board again for this Texas race. Uh, cool thing about that is, um, you know, fuel track, they're based out of Houston, Texas. So they, they are a Texas based company and they do a lot of business actually out in western africa their um their fuel monitoring systems um are on board a lot of ships so a lot of merchant marine ships in that area that you know carry a lot of fuel oil all that stuff um they uh they're on these ships and um you know their their system basically helps monitor fuel usage and all that stuff and the reason you know that's important is because there's a lot of piracy out there like there's people like literally boarding vessels stealing fuel or bartering deals with these different vessel owners so that they can, you know, uh, get fuel, sell fuel on a black market, things like that. It's a big deal and a lot of millions and millions of dollars lost. So right. their system is combating that pretty much and also helping out with, you know, you know, the fuel economy and optimizing your fuel usage and just different things like that. It's evolving, but, um, they're doing a really good job with that. But, um, with them having a lot of business out there in Nigeria and me being Nigerian, it actually is a very good fit. So you've got, like, you've basically, like, taken, like, everything about your life, and you've been able to, like, transcribe it. Like, you got a sponsor out of Texas. They're doing work over in Nigeria. Uh, that, dude, that's, that's pretty killer, man. And, like, that's, it's like this law of attraction stuff, man. I mean, it's like pulling everything in at one time. I think that's amazing. So you've got you've Oh, got yeah, most sponsor. definitely. Yeah, so I know, I know you're yeah, a positive guy, positive mentality all the way. So I know you're, you're full on with that. Um, and that's yeah, kind of the same thing sure. that we're about. I think more people should be that way in the world and everybody can realize that, you know, your dreams aren't so silly or so far out. Like you can make these things happen. Um, mm-hmm. that, that's true. And that's what I try to try to really show people with my life. You're not just talking about, but I, I show people, you know, I'm like, Hey, this is me. They look at me like, 
like I, I, I'm just regular guy, just like, you know, you, like I'm not, you know, there's something crazy special about me. I wasn't born into a lot of money. I wasn't, you know, given anything crazy. Like I just worked really hard. So I'm just trying to show people that if you work hard and you have big aspirations, as long as you can envision it and you can put a lot of action towards it and have a lot of faith, um, you can, you can get to a lot of places that you never thought that you could get to. And, um, you know, most people would say that, you know, at age 27, you can't just start from nothing and, and make it to the NASCAR series or Kennedy series or even cup series. And I'm here to prove that that's false. And I can't, I can do it as long as I believe in myself and have a lot of faith and, and put a lot of grind and focus energy towards it on a daily basis, you know, make it happen. Amen, dude. I feel that. So what, uh, what got you into racing, man? Like where, where did, when did this journey start for you really? Yeah, so racing for me, um, uh, so what got me into it? So I, I've always been, uh, I've always liked cars. I've always liked racing. I always thought it was cool, but I never could get into it when I was younger because, you know, we didn't, I didn't come from a racing family. We're, you know, we're Nigerian. Nigerians don't race cars. Like, that's not what we do. You know, we play regular stick and ball sports. So, um, you know, being in Texas, you know, football kind of was a big thing. So that kind of took over my life. I was doing that, but I always had this, you know, just this undercover deep passion for cars. You know, I really liked them. I thought they were cool, you know, fast cars. I just really thought it was cool. And then um, once I graduated from the Naval Academy and I went on to the ships and I was going on deployments and things like that, um, when I would come home from the deployments and I had some free time, I would take my cars that I had to different local tracks just for open track days. And I'd do road course stuff. I'd drag race. I'd do all that stuff at these tracks. And I had fun doing it. And I was always doing well, you know, if, if 100 people went to the road course that day, I was always like top five, top 10 quickest people there. And I hadn't really ever done it before. I didn't have like a ton of experience. So that gave me the clue that, you know what, maybe I have a little bit of skill in it. I'm not perfect, but um, there, I have some type of talent in this. So um, what I did from there was, um, I was like, let me, I, I want to pursue racing. Like, I want to do this. Like, once I, you know, get to shore duty where I have a lot more free time and I'm not deploying all the time anymore, um, I, once I get to shore duty in the Navy, I want to actually pursue professional racing uh, on, on the weekends. So uh, I was sitting in my room one night, uh, January 2014, and I wrote on my whiteboard and I said, Jesse, become a professional race car driver. And once I wrote that, that literally was like the beginning of the journey. And that's where it started. From there, um, I started being resourceful and networking and a lot of research. And that's what started leading me to different doors that started opening up because I started putting this energy towards it, you know, and that's what life and the world and the universe does. Like, the moment you make a decision that you're going to do something and then you start putting a lot of focus effort towards it, you start seeing these doors that have always been there. They now become visible to you and, and they start opening and you start going down different paths and it starts taking you different places and you start seeing how your dream starts basically coming alive. Um, and that's what happened for me. And next thing you know, in 2015, I started racing late model stock cars and then, uh, from there I moved up to the NASCAR K&N series in 2016, 2017, uh, and part of 2018, then I ran some ARCA series, and then now I'm in the truck series. And for me to, you know, in like a four-year period or so, make it all the way to the truck series has been huge, and it's been a crazy blessing. And, you know, we want yeah. to continue the journey on, and the ultimate goal is to get all the way up to the Cup series. I do I do have to say, yeah, it's, uh, it's an incredible feat to get there. There's some guys that have been racing trucks for years, man. But uh, I think the big thing for me, like, is I'm pretty hyped to hear you're a vision board guy. That's dope. I think more people should have that, man. Like you get the whiteboard out and you put on there what you're going to do and you just look at it every day until you accomplish it. That's awesome. We got, yeah, we got, yeah. We got a lot in common, man. This is great. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Are yeah, so- no, it, it, it's huge. I mean, it, it's just, you know, it's been a huge blessing and I'm, I'm happy that I've been able to continue, continue this journey each day. And, you know, there's, there's ups and downs. It's not perfect. You know, it, it, there's probably a lot more bad days sometimes than there are good days, but um, when the good days happen, they're great. And you just continue to move up, you know, you just continue to fight. And at the end of the day, you just got to stay strong enough, long enough. So if you don't quit, like eventually something's going to happen. So uh, you just got to stay at it. Keep trying different things. That's it, man. Everything positivity moving forward. Uh, big question. What is the difference? Is there any big difference between driving a stock car and then driving a truck? Like what has been like, the uh the biggest difference maker when moving from like arca to the uh to the truck series yeah um the biggest difference is um you know definitely the size of the truck you know it's a little bit bigger i believe um and then the height you know you're you're sitting a little bit different in it it's uh you feel like you're in a little mini truck it's just it's different it's not like a car so um but then as far as like handling and stuff arrow is a lot different these trucks you know they're they're big blocks going through the air and um, they're really long and a lot of, you know, sail area, you know, on the side of those things. So the aerodynamics are a little different on these, especially when you're racing side by side with people. Um, you know, there's a lot of downforce on them. Um, a lot of tracks you can go to, you can hold it wide open, you know, through the, through the corners, um, you know, at the one and a half mile tracks because, uh, or, or close to wide open just because of just the downforce and the arrow on them. Whereas, can't really do that in the arca car they're going um the arca cars are at some tracks faster actually a lot of tracks faster than the trucks. so um you know just because of weight difference and you know uh, them still having the same motor and power level and all that stuff so um you know th- there are some differences but in a day you know race cars are race car so no matter what you jump into you just gotta drive it exactly i mean i know you probably spend a lot of time in the simulator there's there's so much now going on with uh with people that are you know you have drivers like william byron he started a simulator on like iracing.com coming out how many hours a week are you spending in the simulator um typically i'm on my simulator about probably around normally around an hour and a half two hours a night um and i've been doing that since the beginning i mean since since a few months before i started racing that's when i finally got on the simulator and every single night I was on it, you know, I have, I, I remember one Saturday, I didn't have anything to do that day. I spent 13 hours on a simulator. Jeez, man, I hope you had bathroom so, breaks. <laughs> yeah, no, in between, yeah, in between, you know, each race, but uh, it was crazy. And, uh, you know, simulator, simulator racing does help a lot. Um, it gives you a lot of um, uh, just kind of experience on making decisions in traffic with a race car, feeling the handling, the fall off of the tires and learning different tracks and different marks on the track and um, all that stuff helps. So I spend a lot of time on the simulator each week. That's dope, man. So, you know, you're, you're still in the Navy. We know that much. Um, you know, I know that I've watched a couple of things where you're talking about, you know, there's some weekends you'll have a race and you have drill. I mean, it's just and like we talked about, you know, before we did this, you I mean, you got a lot going on with, with other things outside. I mean, how are you, how are you managing all this time and, and just doing all this stuff for, for people out there that maybe you're, trying to you know do some of the same things that you're doing like how you know what was one thing that you would say or a piece of advice to helpfully you know successfully manage your time yeah i would say um a piece of advice honestly would be um you know just you gotta recognize you know wherever you're trying to go it's going to take a lot of effort especially if you didn't have a great head start towards it but you're going to start from rock bottom which means you have it's gonna you have to dig super super deep the higher you want to go, the deeper you're going to have to dig. You know, it's the same thing with construction. 
If you're right. building a house, you can you only have the foundation only has to go so deep. If you're building a skyscraper, the foundation has to go pretty deep. So it's pretty sucky digging through that clay, that mud to get to where you got to go to to dig. But once you get down there, that's going to allow you to go a lot higher. So that's what you have to understand. It's all depending on where you're starting at. So um, you know, for people, the biggest thing, you know, definitely don't ever give up. It's going to be tough. You got to continue to grind. Um, you know, and it sounds super cliche. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. But like that, that is the simplest the stuff. part. <laughs> it's a, it's simple, but it, it is literally the key to the whole thing because you're going to be doing a lot of things and you're not always going to have a carrot in front of you. You're not going to be able to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, but that's the whole point. Like life will reward you if you keep on staying with it. But what life does is life is like, Hey, we're going to put you in this tunnel. We're going to make it completely black, completely dark. And we are only going to give rewards to the people who continue to believe as they're walking forward and running forward and marching forward and grinding forward. People that continue to believe that the light will show up eventually. Those are the people that we're going to reward. And some people, they start marching forward, they start grinding and it's dark and it's dark and it's never turning light. And then they give up. They're like, it's never going to turn light. Then the other people who actually make it, those people are like, I don't care if I don't see the light. I know it's coming. I know it's coming. I just, I just can't see it right now. So there's, let me just keep grinding. It's going to show up. So just stop crying and just keep going. And those are the people oh, yeah. who eventually make it. Hell yeah, man. I feel that a hundred percent. That's 100 for sure. Uh, so, and then last thing we got, so pit crew, very important uh, members of your team. How are you rewarding your pit crew? What are, are we, are we going bowling? Or are we going out for drinks? Like what do you guys do? How much do you guys hang out on a regular basis? Yeah. You know what? So for me, I haven't been, um, I wouldn't say, like, I haven't had, like, I don't even think I had the same pit crew every race <laughs> at all. Oh, like, gotcha. I don't think at, at all. So, I've been, I'm not even at that point where I can, like, reward a pit crew because I, literally, it's, like, almost different guys, like, every time or different people. So, um, it's kind of tough. Uh, not until I'm stable on one team for a, a long time. You know, right now, with, with us just kind of moving through different series and stuff and transitioning and all that stuff, it's, it, I'm hardly ever with the same people, you know? So even though I'm with the same, you know, uh, I've been with the same, uh, Raymond brothers racing truck team. Um, we've had different pit crews like all the time. So I, 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 <laughs> I barely get to see these guys. I literally right. might see them for a second before the race and they say, Hey, we're going to be on your pit crew. I'm like, okay. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, they, they come, do their good. job to make it happen. And I, I, I tell them that I'm gonna do my job and not hit them. <laughs> oh, for sure, man. Yeah, I know. I seen, I seen where you were talking about how you were trying to get everything perfect when you're pitting, and like how, because I mean that's a difficult task in its own, like having to time everything perfectly. There's so much more into driving that you know people look at and they're like, oh, I can get out there and make a bunch of left turns, but they don't really see what really goes behind, you know, the curtain and and what how much work it takes to get everything just right when you're out there on the track. Yeah, but, um, no, exactly, and that's the thing. It, it's it's tougher than it looks. You know, a lot of people see it like, oh, that looks simple. But I, I, I tell people, I was like, I was, I was like, oh, yeah, pit stop looks simple. So tell me this. So let's say let's say you get on the highway, you're going let's say 55 miles per hour on the highway, going 55, and I tell you, I'm gonna give you this small little box, and you're gonna go from 55 to a complete stop right there while someone is jumping in front of you, two people jumping in front of you. And by the way, don't run them over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then people are like, oh, crap. People have a hard enough time coming, slowing down just for, you know, traffic, you know, and they're rear ending people, let alone trying to come to a complete stop at 55, you know, and then while someone's jumping in front of you in a small little box, 
<laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's insane. But, yeah, you guys, I have mad respect for you and for everybody else that's out there running, man. And, um, and I just want to go ahead and say definitely thank you for your service, man. Thank you for your time today. Um, and best of luck. I'm going to be rooting for you. The race is on Saturday, right? Yeah, the, no, no, the race is on Friday. Friday night, Friday. March, okay. uh, March 29th, Texas Motor Speedway. It's going to be on 8 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Central time. Make sure you're following me on social media, Jesse underscore Iwuji. That's J-E-S-S-E underscore I-W-U-J-I. Make sure you're following my sponsor, Fuel Tracks, uh, F-U-E-L-T-R-A-X. Um, follow them on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, make sure you watch the race. If you're not in Texas, uh, watch the race on Fox Sports 1, 8 p.m. Central. Uh, if you are, uh, if you're in Texas, make sure you go to the race at Texas Motor Speedway, March yes. 29th. More people need to be at these races. So if I, if I send you a small Garage Guys Fantasy Sports sticker, will you sneak it on the car? Uh, you could, yeah, I could. <laughs> if you could get it, if you, if you get it to me by uh, like tomorrow, <laughs> gonna have to, I'm gonna have to FedEx airmail this thing. All right, so we'll, yeah. we'll try to make it happen. Jesse, thanks so much, man. Thanks for being Garage Fam, and uh, best of luck. We'll talk to you again soon. All right, cool. Sounds good. Thank you so much. That interview was brought to you by Tavinci.com Made in the Hood. Shout out to. My dude that is designing amazing clothes, if you haven't checked it out yet, go to tavinci.com. Use promo code GGFS at checkout. You'll get 10% off your order. I just went and saw the man himself today. Uh, Pick me up a new ghost tee. Uh, shit's sick. Love it. Um, I actually was talking to him. Uh, he was telling me that he actually played against you. Yeah, he played in the car. That's yeah. What you remember that shit, huh? Yeah, yeah. Shit. That was good yeah, shit, I, man. I brought my arm, though. That was in, um, yeah, it was in the dome. Brought my shit. I mean, but. Dude, he said tubs. you were busting through, though, man. He said you was taking them out. Dang. J-Rob gonna make it do what it do, baby. You feel me? <laughs> they don't call him ball and ball You know what I mean? Nothing. You know what I'm saying? Real you shit. Right. So you you about to get up on Tavinci shit, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, shit, go I holler at him. I got you, to. I hope it's on. He get that family. And for any discount. <laughs> nah, he's, he's grinding out, man. He's grinding out over there. I uh, I make sure make sure I do what I can, man, and and just help support him, help support the vision, man. He's got some awesome shit. We got some stickers. Uh, we'll do some different stuff, give out some uh, Made in the Hood stickers to all the listeners, things like that. Um, if anybody is in New Orleans listening to this right now, head over to Aretha Haley Parkway. Uh, go down there. It's lot 1701, and that's where you can buy all his stuff at. But, yeah, he's doing big shit, man. It's uh, it's pretty awesome chilling with him. So before before we did the show, we were talking about you know you definitely want to talk about some music. So you came to the right place, Josh. You already know we we do garage jams. So whatever you tell us about that you've been jamming to, like one song lately that you like really like that you want the listeners to hear, we're gonna put it on the Spotify playlist and uh, we'll go ahead and we can we can play that shits here. But what what uh what you been jamming out to lately, man? Man, hey, shout out to my niggas. Shout out to that boy Yada. You feel me? Yada. We shouted Yada out on the yeah. uh, first pod we did too. Yeah, we did. So he's Yada. still. So what's Yada been up Yada. to? Yada training. He just came from the All American Combine. You know. No he shit. doing a little truck. No know? shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doing his thing. You know, he making beats. You know, Section Eight. Go get it. Go listen to it. <laughs> you know, fresh out of Section Eight. You did. 
That's dope. What uh, what what jams you got from him recently? You got anything you want to play for us? No, you know, you always got a jam to that graffiti. You know, graffiti. Mm-hmm. We jammed it out the first time. <laughs> just to return to graffiti. Yeah, you got You always got to jam that out. That's always got to be your go-to. You feel me? Right, and graffiti. then you can't go. You can't go bad with Boosie, Wayne, Gates, or Jada Youngin. Jay, now let's talk about J.D. Youngin. That's my people. Shout out J.D. Youngin. Zant. This Zant dude, life. You feel me? That's the Zant life. Yeah. You remember you telling us about that? You explained to the listeners what was that Zant life? Yeah, that's the north side of Bog. You heard me. North side of Bogalusa. So he's mm-hmm. from this area. We were talking about this. He he from you know, the south though. He on the south side. He on the south side. Oh, he yeah. south side. Yeah, he on the south side. But that's my dog, though. That's my dog. We keep him clean. We keep, keep him clean all the way. We got so, tens. We got tens. Them tens over there. He He's but coming yeah, up out of the He ragged up. My dog is, yeah. He's touring everywhere my right now. My dog is, yeah. You feel me? So we was talking about that, too. About how he was, you know, he's constantly on the go. He's out there making money. Um, Putting Bogue on the map. You feel me, dude? That's is what's that, wild about it. So like that, dude. You know, it's a 3%. Sure. Like, just like me. I'm the only person in the parish where... Only offensive player in a parish that ever got drafted, and so really, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, the only <laughs> ain't nobody else in a parish <laughs> got drafted on offense. Only me. I remember the night yeah. you got drafted. We was chilling in Mandeville, and I remember we were sitting on these couches uh, at a at uh, this little little bar grill thing, like right by the lake. And I remember seeing him get picked, and I was just like. I was like, there you go. Mm-hmm. That's it. Because he was doing big, you were doing big things, man. And, and like, you you're still doing big things, man. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, right. like you say, you, you put in your, your energy at a positive place, man. You you get out there and you're grinding. Mm-hmm. I'm pumped up about it. Already. So, what? God Gun Legion. So, you got some jams? You got a jam you play for us by J.D. Youngin? J.D. Youngin? Sure. Got, got a lot of them, you feel me? It's Jay Yang and Young uh, and Young Boy. You feel NBA Young Boy. Mm-hmm. He's out of Baton Rouge, huh? Yeah. Oh. It's a good time for rap Coming. in Louisiana. Oh. You gonna lose? Huh? But yeah, shout out to that boy Yada. You feel me? Yada out there making this thing, doing this thing on the field. You gonna see him? You gonna see him? So that's NBA right there. Nah, that's Jay. That's Jay? Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to enough of it. I gotta get on that shit. That's Jay. Nah, you know. And what's this right here? Pressure. Yeah. <laughs> that's that pressure. So Kevin Gates? Just listen to it. Let me bump. Let me let, let me take a ride. Uh, Jordan Jordan's carrying with the money. Keep coming and coming. Dumbing and dumbing. Got on my side and then I had Woke me up, took me in. They make me proud. That's what he did in my life, you feel me? That's why I took him just, you know, 
That's it. Took me two years off, shit. Just travel the world. I've been everywhere, you feel me? Out of bowl. You shit, I went what's, to places. I what's your favorite been. place? Shit, I like to got my stupid ass kidnapped in Nigeria, you feel me? <laughs> What yeah. was you doing over there? Yeah, shit, I just went because I wanted to go. Just wanted to check it out? Went to Brazil, went to, oh, Montreal. Uh, I know I talked about Montreal before. No, you haven't. Montreal got within 50 miles, they got 4 million people. 4 wow. million. God. 4 million within 50. That's a country, yeah. man. And it's well constructed. <laughs> yeah, it's like the um everybody talk about Toronto. So you're a big Canada guy? Uh nah. I like um I like London better, you feel me? Haven't been over that way, man. Yeah, we played the Jags over there and yeah, it was love. No step, that's right. Yeah. So when you was over there what was what was the best thing to eat over there in London? Eat uh they served us food, so it was I really don't remember. I was always curious. What's the fan base like over there? The who? The fan base. Like, the NFL like fan do they base. notice you in the streets when you got the uh, they notice me all I'm the stuff black, on and everything? <laughs> what? <laughs> they notice I'm black. They ain't got the, any black people over there for real. Oh really? It's nothing but like white dudes. Yeah. And, and, and my hair. And my hair. Shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> Screams America. That's yeah, wild. Dead ass. And then, yeah. They got some really good, really good like like people coming out of London right now. The music game though mm-hmm. that I've seen. Damn, I've just I've seen like you know like you watch the games on TV and that's all I ever get to see is the game on TV and there's like all the fans are you, know, you watch like go to a a Jags Colts game mm-hmm. and you see Jags on one side Colts on the other but the, these games it's just like these people are just here to watch the game mm-hmm. you know even though they it's not their team over there for real, for real. yeah but you got fans of like every team over there there's yeah yeah that's what I'm saying. they're there to watch the there. game they enjoy the game and then, but I feel like the Jags are like London's team why. I don't know. I just because Jaguars, Jaguars, the, the okay, Jacksonville okay, yeah, Jaguars. Yeah, yeah, we I love the Jaguars. That. Yeah, like I feel like the, the Jags are always playing over there. I bet. Would you, you agree more, with I that? I bet shit? there's more Patriots mm-hmm. fans over there than anything. I doubt it. There's got to be Patriots fans there. Dude, I know. That's what I'm saying. I bet everybody is is pissing and moaning in London right now, like over their crumpets because Blake Boyle's got <laughs> <laughs> the boat or whatever they call it, the best of all time. Yeah. Wow, so what we got here? This has been like the most chillest episode I think we've ever had. It's just been like conversation. Yeah, it's been nice. It's been cool as shit. I'm going outside today. Let me throw this up on the story real quick while we're doing this shit. Fuck it. We're live right now, and if you go to my Instagram at Garage Guy Chase, you can see. What we doing right now? I'm not going live, but I'm doing the story. What's good? All right, so I'm getting off the story now. You're listening. We'll see you. I feel like this song has come up on my uh, Spotify before. Who is heard this? I've heard this song before. It came up on my uh, requested 
or not wrestling, just in case you all are wondering that wasn't the end of the podcast i was just ending the instagram story <laughs> if you were watching so if you're still listening maybe oh you should have let that go like because like you could have content you could have people just thinking that we were, we were <laughs> that it was it they're like what's all this extra time <laughs> yeah what's we're up? hearing it now yeah, yeah. what do you think about suicide boys from new orleans yeah, put me on. You know what? Fuck it. Let's all pull up something. All right, I got. I want. Him, I want him to listen to why. All right. I really want him. To, have you ever heard of D Star Baby? No. All right, I gotta let you hear a little bit of Suicide Boys real quick. Yeah. You gotta get a little ratchet with it. Yeah. A little ratchet. Oh, go ahead. Pull him up. Is that yeah. old school shit? Mm-mm. Who is this? That D like she what are those? Who is this? J. Lewis. J. Lewis. Look him up. What? What you got over there? Oh, shit. He works at the paper. Okay. He works in Bogalusa. Okay. Well, yeah, we can't be too specific, but I remember we after. talked about this. I'll show you that after. We talked about this on an episode a while back. Hmm? D-Star Baby. D-Star Baby. D-Star Baby. Okay, then. Okay, then. Okay, then. <laughs> Do you, you you have no idea? Play this shit. Pull that shit up. <laughs> How many views? Pull that shit up, yo. How many views? 1.8 thousand. Nine <laughs> subscribers. <laughs> I'm serious. I'll show it that's to you. That's 100,000. I mean, that's No, 1.8,000. 1,800. I'll show it to you. But look, I want you to listen to uh, Why by NF. I'm telling you a while ago, whenever you, was, whenever, whenever you were talking, I told you you were like saying his lyrics. Mm-hmm. This is the song I'm talking about. And like you were talking about how you you put forth so much work in everything that you do. Mm-hmm. And he, he says a lot about that. A lot of how about... Um, so he work work twelve hours a day and feel like he never did enough. That's mm-hmm. actually one of the lyrics in it too. Okay. You don't have you don't have to watch the video if you don't want to. Let me turn it up. I'll turn it down. I gotta start it over now. Hold on. Restarting. Yeah, I'm not the best at this. Here we go. One song put him on the map last year and this is kind of his response. answer response <clears throat> to one song
to the parties, but I still arrive. Kick down the door and then I go inside. Give off that I do not belong here vibe. Then take the keys right off the counter, let's go for a ride. Why do y'all look mortified? I keep to myself, they think I'm sort of shy. Organized, let you down's the only song you've heard of, well then you're behind. Story time, wish that I could think like Big Song does, but I just can't decide. If I should stick my knife inside a Pennywise. I, I don't care what anybody else thinks, lies. I do not need nobody to help me, lies. That was pretty, NF. Pretty cool. That's just a snippet of, of that dude. He's mm-hmm. he's got like a lot of positivity. Like he's he you can tell in himself that he's he's fighting the negativity in his life with all the positive stuff and how hard he works. Mm-hmm. But it's I think he's I think he's one of the best artists to come out these days. For at least for me to relate to. I feel like Eminem. Yeah. If you if you would hear his earlier stuff, you would think that he was nothing but in a, like you know um in a, Eminem's diss song. Mm-hmm. Right, in it he says you're nothing but an NFing clone of me. You're nothing but an effing clone of me. In that and he's talking about him because like he I don't really understand. does that's, that's like saying that's like saying um you're Bo Jackson because you're a running back. Mm. You know, it's like he's a white dude that likes to rap. Of course he's going to sound something like Eminem. I don't know though cuz like, like, he look looks at, he looks like him. There's a you lot of, I mean? there's a lot of different like like white rappers that aren't modeling after Eminem. Un- understood, but you know what they didn't listen to him. I don't this know. Guy, this I feel guy like everybody did. you listen to Eminem? I feel like everybody listened to Eminem. I'm sa- okay, I'm saying, but this guy, but I feel like he li- okay, he didn't idolize him. Like say so like like Bo Jackson, same thing back with the running back thing. If he ran like Bo Jackson, that's because he idolized Bo Jackson. You idolize the greats. Yeah. You you mimic a little but, I mean, bit of what get, they do. And, and but, maybe he hasn't got to a point where he's tried to like No, 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 he has. Because if you listen to his earlier stuff, you would literally be like, This dude's trying to be Eminem. He, but now he has, he's not anymore. He has touches of it, like in this song, like though I can hear it, like for sure. I remember, like, uh, what was it? The one that we first heard, um, let you down. But that was nothing yeah. like Eminem. No, that, that was, was just kind of like, like his yeah. own style. Yeah. But this is his own style. This, I mean, but yeah, this, it was, because style, Eminem was angry and he's angry. Like here's, or he's portraying his his anger in it. I'm not gonna play all of this, but I'm gonna play like a little bit. This is some Suicide Boys, and they've got. I mean, but I guess you could say they modeled themselves off of Three Six Mafia. Yeah, the and that's time. what they enjoyed whenever they were kids, and that's what they, you know, that's what they like. Let's see. 
I just dig this shit. Like, I like this style of raps. Like, Bones. Like, all of them coming out now. And I don't know if this is on the level of Ghost Mane or not, but... I like Ghost close. Mane. Yeah. You don't like this shit? <laughs> they they they're hard, dude. Like they like in, they're in your face. Nah, blood. I ain't fucking with that. They they they're uh their minds are in a whole other place. It's like so you remember like back in like the, the beat two- got to get my attention first. If the beat don't get my attention, it's were you ever like into rock at all? Mm-hmm. All right. So you remember like remember like the I think the like, our generation of rock was like oh. 01 to like 07 like there was a lot of different punk bands and like bands like fallout boy came out i feel like that generation of kids listen to fallout boy and and eminem and well it was like that but then like i feel like a lot of that like more like the 06 like emo rock and the punk rock i feel like those kids kind of shifted to like that type of rap yeah, it all it all blended together. It's kind of like rock and blended. metal, like we're blended. And Pete Pete brought that to the game. Did you ever listen to Little Peep? You ever heard of Little Peep, Josh? Nope. He's Lil, a different. He's a different type too. Little Peep died. He's, he's like got one good of the music. First of the he, new had, he has died. better beats. Hmm? Boosie. You got. I know. With you got it. You got to expand. You got to sports. You know. I got a wide variety of music, but my main. Yeah, that's that. I'm that's telling like you, the main three rappers. I I still, I don't know if a day doesn't go by that I don't listen to one of those three. Mm-hmm. Then that's just that's just the way I've always been. I listen to Wayne from time to time, but dude, I've been, I've no, been all I, over the place. Dude, I went to a, a playlist. I, I wish I would have saved it, um, and I think I could still find it. It's like a you know you can go to all of them. And it's like this is Lil Wayne mm-hmm. or this is NF or whatever on Spotify. I went to this is Lil Wayne and like. For three or four hours, that just like all I listened to was his older music. Every one of them that was on the Carter Five, or or uh, or anything that was like just him in it as a uh, you know as a feature, yeah. I would skip past him and just listen to all of his old stuff. Man, it just bring me back, bring me back to all the times. That was just that's why music memory's flowing. That's why music's fucking great. <clears throat> I love music. Always listening to different shit, and that's why music will always be a part of Garage Guys Fancy Sports Podcast. Hell yes. This has been like, like I said before, most laid back, conversation filled. Just like you basically just chilling with us. That's <laughs> summer. That's summer vibes. Oh, this is all that. This is all that orange fuck soda. That. I fuck with that so hard. When is that going to be on Netflix? That's what I want to know. Oh yeah, I want to. I want to see Netflix. It. Be listening. Zoom. I want to see the. I want to binge all that. All that, Keenan and Kel, um, look, Urkel, Family Matters. Put Family Matters on Netflix. Urkel. Yeah. Some Steve Urkel yeah. in this bitch. That's all I'm talking about. Remember we did the 90, dude, this, I feel like this episode is like just re- Was the first, was on the like first the Prince shit. ever on Netflix? I think so. I don't know that I've ever binged that. I don't know if I've ever, <coughs> I know I've watched it a lot, but I don't know that I've seen every single episode. 
I don't know. <coughs> there, Can either so one of y'all say y'all seen every episode like straight through? No, hell no. There needs. Then I don't to be think more... feel like we've gotten the whole. Like you know, if you go watch something like that '70s show, it's on there. And I went and binged and watched the entire thing straight through. Oh, I've done. And it like too. I, I get the story so much better, and I feel like Fresh Prince, you could get the story so mm-hmm. much better. Yeah, that's the whole meaning of it. I don't know. They they all right. So people, Netflix, people, please shatter that. Get get all that Netflix. Do it. All right. Any last shout outs? Uh, shout out to my nigga Yada, bro. Kill it this year, dog. You gotta go. 2019's year. Graffiti everywhere. <laughs> XFL 2020. XFL 2020. So, where do they send your iPad to? Like your office or your house? When we get there. Damn. <laughs> thought I was going to get him. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, as always, you know, to follow me at Garage Guy Chase everywhere there is to follow Jordan. Favorite part of the show. Where can you follow Jordan this week? Behind the truck. Is there any reasoning behind this? Because I saw a truck. Saw a truck. <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> it had to happen. Follow Jordan behind the truck. Guys, we love you. Thanks for supporting us. As always, be sure to check out my NASCAR picks this week on Rotorballer.com. They're going to be on there for Texas Motor Speedway on Sunday. It's going to be an awesome race. And again, just thanks for all that you do. Remember, tell one person about us. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. We'll be back next week.